What's up, Yin? Thanks for uh, coming in again to make an office. Nice to be here, Elf. I think we're gonna talk a little bit about a recent trip to China, Yunnan, um, to document this thing called Wild Ball. Mm-hmm. You actually came in a couple months ago to talk with Nate to do a story with us. You were traveling into, well, it was a story about you. Mm-hmm. Finding your your heritage, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was actually from this year, right? It was in. I actually shot that last year, but um, oh. I didn't. I didn't find you know. I was just gonna keep the photos for myself until yeah, you know, you guys showed an interest. So I was uh, like, finding yeah, the right platform to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was like it was like a really good like feel good story. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoy mixing it down. You know, finding your own family. Do you still keep in touch with them? Oh uh, yeah, we chat them every once in a while. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. I want to. I think I'm gonna pop by again soon. I guess in a couple months, maybe. Oh nice. Yeah. You uh, you, you keep in touch with your nieces? Uh yeah. You know, every time I message her, like my aunt, she always puts them on like the WeChat voice recording. It's yeah, so cute. Yeah. It's like, uh, Uncle Yin, when are you coming back? <laughs> it's not far, right? It's like around two hours. Yeah, yeah. Travel around two hours. Yeah. That's awesome. I think we can start off with you know the beginning of the trip. From my end, Eugene came over and he was like, "You speak Mandarin, right?" We got a contact in Yunnan, China. His name's Aaron. He plays basketball in, in China, and he wants us to do a story over there. There's some, you know, crazy stuff going on there. And he sent me this video of Wild Ball, and it's sort of like N1 mixtape. Big cities they don't care about basketball. I had a friend playing in um. In Poland, he was already playing, make what, 4500 a month? We like animals in the zoo. They never seen us before, so they get to look at us like that. They take visions, touch us, and see if we real. I'm gonna let you give me a punch. Just footage of, you know, villagers smoking cigarettes on the court sides, gambling, and then, like, you know, the basketball players, like, doing crazy tricks. There's some violence going on and a pretty heated basketball scene. We decided to do a story and then Aaron gave, gave us a call that they have a tournament going on in the next five, six days. And that was October 26th. So it was like a less than 24 hour notice for us. That's pretty much the same here. Yeah, it was like, uh, <laughs> how do you get the phone call actually? I was just, uh, I'm pretty sure I was walking around Causeway Bay just like running some errands, shopping for some shit. And then, yeah, Cody just calls me up. He's like, yo, Yin, how do you feel about flying to China tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why not, man? Like, yeah. But I got some shit to start over. So yeah, I had to reschedule my whole schedule just because, like, you know, it was so last minute. But yeah. it sounded really, really dope. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot, like, you know, like wild balls. Like, oh, wild ball. Don't even know what that is. Like, 
It's funny because like I was I was in Chengdu within the same month, so I just came back from China and then just settled down, you know, just getting back into my groove, and then I uh, got this call. But you know, I love basketball. I grew up playing basketball, so it's definitely like a yes for me. I was like right away. You know, I want to see this. Um, so fast forward, like we arranged the tickets. It was kind of interesting because like the flight schedule was a little bit scrambled. Because I know you got, you still got some like other work to do, so you couldn't make it for the first few days. So I need to go there in advance just to kind of catch the first few games, I guess. Because that's why I heard. I heard there's gonna be like six, seven games going on within that week. It took me literally like 20 hours to get there because first of all, the, the, the time schedule was like terrible. It was at 6 a.m. in the morning uh, on the Saturday and there's like an event going on in Triple X just across our office uh, that weekend because it was like Halloween weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to like, you know, check on my friends. But then it was like 2 a.m. in the morning. I still haven't packed. So I, just, <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't slept at all the whole night. Got a plane, went to, uh, flew to Kunming. And then I had like a 12 hours layover. I just crashed on the on the benches. And eventually I finally got to got to Bije, which is like a small town up north in Guizhou province. And I know that I need to take another two, three hours into the small town Zhengsheng where the basketball players are. Because it was like 10 p.m. in the in, in the evening, there's literally no buses, nothing, like no traffic. There's only one cab waiting outside. Eventually, like I got to Zhengzhong town around 12:30, and right away I can kind of feel like that town. It's a little bit, you know, it's it's very interesting. It's like they got some weird lights, uh, the street lights, right? They feel like you're in Vegas. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like middle of nowhere. You know, I traveled like four hours into the dark, you know, and there's just no street lights. I was like traveling through mountains and all that. And then right away, like you go to this town, it felt like you suddenly went to this kind of like man-made, you know, pseudo world, like, you know, kind of interesting. Cause like you see like massage places, like KTV, you know, our karaoke, like just like neon lights everywhere. <laughs> so hell, I feel like Vegas, you know? day there's these two guys two chinese local guys super friendly smoking a cigarette right outside the hotel actually inside the hotel lobby he was like he he noticed that i was with aaron and then i kind of explained to them hey like i'm doing some editorial stuff here and just kind of documenting you guys he was like hey smoke this <laughs> fuck it's like Seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, I think it's like a Chinese way of doing things. I guess you have to take it, you know. Mm, yeah, I guess yeah. you know. I guess as a starter, right? So it was rough. I, I don't think I smoked like cigarette at like seven a.m. in the morning. Right, the first thing in the morning. I haven't even drank enough water yet. <laughs> and like Chinese cigarette is like really rough. So yeah, it was a really, really good first day, kind of like cracking into, you know, the local side and also the basketball team. And then I think you came in the second night, right? I came in, was it the second day? No, that's the thing. I was traveling on the second day. I just left. Yeah. So Sunday, yeah. I finished the, the first game and then you start traveling that night, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you come Sunday night home. that I left Hong Kong, actually. How was your trip coming in here? My trip was pretty long too, but I think I got like the 
better hours because I didn't and I, I didn't show up at the airport until like you know nighttime, right? So I actually got to sleep. Yeah. So it worked out better. I didn't have to you know stay up all night like you did. <laughs> um, so what? Basically on Sunday I. Well, I had a like a nine o'clock p.m. flight. So in the afternoon, I picked up some gear from the office from Eugene. Um, made my way over to the airport. Uh, it was like a three-hour flight, so I got to Kunming Airport at yeah. 12 a.m. Uh, and straight away, I saw that uh, capsule hotel that you mentioned. Right? It was pretty cool. But uh, so you hey. spent like spent like a night there, right? Yeah, I spent one night, just mm. one night at the at Kunming, and then. Yeah, I caught like, uh, what was that? Like, a, I had a 15 hour layover. So it was pretty, yeah, pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. There was much to do around there. It was just like, a, it was just like on a highway or something. Right. Yep. Then caught the afternoon flight and ended up in Biji, just like you did. Probably like 5 p.m. or something. Four or five o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I remember I texting you too. I was like, make sure they don't juke you, you know? Uh-huh. I was yeah, like, so I, around three. Yeah, I, well, I straight up told them like, what, 400? And they were fine with it. They were like, okay. They didn't say some crazy number like a thousand. Which, which yeah. later on, like, we found out it's like you can get by by 200. Yeah. Them. All right, yeah, so you still got your Yeah, but you got in all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a nice ride. Next day it was like we started around like afternoon, right? The basketball match was in the afternoon. Still, we haven't seen like all the uh, foreign players. No. Like that was like my third game. Well, I I haven't even seen any of them yet. <laughs> that was my first. That was my first day, right? Yeah. Was that like the big day? That was the big day. The first, yeah, the first day was the big day for me. 12 o'clock, we all met in the lobby. And the local government, the local kind of organizers, they were like, oh, today's going to be big uh, foreign players versus local players. So for the past few days, I only saw around, you know, three to four foreign players and like two, three local players. It's like the first day that I saw them coming out, like five, sorry, six foreign players and then five other local players as substitutes. It's quite a late, late start, actually. I was quite happy with the uh, time they started playing every day because it wasn't like early hours at all. It was like they'd meet up at like 10 or 11, go for their signature meal, freaking Deco's dude. <laughs> These guys ate fried chicken every single day. That's, all, like, that's the only <laughs> thing they can eat. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, for Aaron, for sure. He's got yeah, some and they're like very, very, very adventurous in their, <laughs> in their taste. No, no, they just, they don't. I mean, it's like they have strict diets and you know, understand from an athlete perspective. So I don't what, know. The, the doctor like, prescribed fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. When you go into these small towns, like their food is just not that good, you know? Um, I'm sure it's better than fried chicken, dude. It's, it is. As in like from their perspective, it's like, you know, it's like oily and... Yeah, it's just different taste, I guess. They want French fries every, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'd meet up at 10 or 11, head to Deco's. You know, they'd eat. we just, well, we'd eat it as well, but. Which is like really. KFC of China. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's KFC yeah. of China. Uh, so we'd do that, then, and then we'd head straight for the game. So me and Ian tagged along another two hours drive into the village. Eventually we got to the venue, the basketball court. We couldn't even get in. That was packed, eh? We need to like drove up to like another street, which was like behind the mountains. Yeah, I guess all these people were actually here to watch the game, eh? 
Yeah, there are a lot. Like right away, the local organizer he told me, "There's like you know around 20k people here." <laughs> I'm like, I think, I think you overestimate just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, she said 10,000, I remember. But maybe she wanted to say 1,000. You know how, like, in, in Chinese no, no, language, no, no, it's different, no. like, units? It was very, very crowded compared to the first few days that I went. Mm -hmm. It was, like, people on top of a rooftop, right? There were people above the parking lot, yeah. on the slope, on the, the whole tracks, on everything. Just tracks, just everything. Wherever there's space, people were there. So so that was that was interesting. Uh, but you feel it, like, you know, the energy was like, people were very excited because today it was like foreign players versus local players. And it was like a sunny day. It was hot. It was beautiful because it was around like three o'clock. So the sun was like kind of like half setting and it's just an amazing atmosphere. You walk into town and all these, like, all the locals just turn their heads and start, oh, like, you know, whispering yeah. and pointing and, like, you know, just a sense of awe, you know? You've seen these, like, seven-foot-tall, you know, like, black basketball players, like, you know, like, speaking some speaking some tongue that you don't understand. Like, they were, I think they were pretty impressed and just, yeah, awestruck. And then, uh, so we made our way down to the courts. Then, uh, as soon as we entered the courts, you know, like, all the players just started, you know, putting, putting, uh, what, updating their stories on Instagram and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. There's a lot of people like just taking a photo with the, the players. Uh -huh. They couldn't even like move because like they're just getting swamped. Yeah. Just taking selfies. And so, yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. Basketball matches get to a very, very heated point. It was like foreigner versus local players. And you can right away see the local players, they play extra hard and the referee is kind of like on the local player side. You know, obviously the local organizers are just like, say, hey, like, can you just tell the basketball players to dunk and uh, to do the alley-oops <laughs> and all that? I'm like, just let them do the thing. But it's interesting because like, you know, Wild Ball, right? It's, they're all like kind of like mercenaries. So like they never really like worked together or played together before or even like ever met you know uh -huh. so right away they need to get this chemistry and it's pretty hard um so you can kind of see their frustrations uh towards the end uh didn't get enough com communication and obviously the chinese players are very very um aggressive all their substitution got fouled out so they don't have enough players um <laughs> and at the end it was like three against five like three local players versus five foreign players and the score was like just two points away so it was like 86 to 84 or something and obviously the foreign player team they getting hella frustrated and in my mind i'm like you feel like the whole crowd was like rooting for the chinese players you know referees didn't get the right calls eventually the foreign player won but they only won by like two three points and you can tell like the local uh, organizers they're just not happy oh like just kind of bad oh, just kind of a bad look to the foreign players like it's like they, they're getting hired to this basketball game and they don't put on a show and like it's like three on five i'm like but yeah like the referees don't call bullshit calls <laughs> that's how you guys kind of keep up with the game But again, at the same time, it's hard for the players too because, first of all, they never played with each other, and you know they all have their own league, like actual basketball 
uh, career going on, so they don't want to play too hard. So I understand that. You guys lost me at first, right after the game. Oh yeah, like yeah, I couldn't <laughs> find you. Like I was like kind of yeah. wary because I got your Wi-Fi uh, eggy thing, and I just kind of lost you. Where did you go? I was just off shooting, man. I was like, I just got carried away because I shot, I shot half the game. I knew I had all the shots I needed, right? So yeah, that went out to shoot the locals and the villagers, and it was uh, yeah, I shot a whole lot of stuff, and I just lost track of time. day we just kind of said bye to the guys in the hotel um, because they're on their way to the game but then we have to go uh, to catch the plane so yeah we took some final photos you know just kind of exchange contacts and then we went back to Kuoming uh, spent a night there I finally got a chance to do the sleeping capsule but yeah it was it was just long trip back to Hong Kong that's pretty much it yeah, it was like a very nice trip being able to document Wild Ball with you. For sure. Yeah, thank you for this opportunity. Actually, had a lot of good, had a really good time. I mean, it's different from what I shoot usually, right? It's like fashion stuff, but yeah, this definitely is right up my alley. I like it a lot. Awesome. Until next time. All right. Peace. Peace.